ask me to talk. Connection through conversation. Join self-described conversationalist Stacy Heller as she talks with guests about topics and ideas from the ridiculous to the sublime on Don't Ask Me to Talk. Now, here's your host, Stacy Heller. Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday. I am very excited about my guest today. She is my friend. She is an interior designer, interior decorator. I'm joined by Christy Archer, a.k.a. Chrissy, of Archer Interiors. I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for having me. I recently had to get her and her new husband a wedding gift, and I was freaked out. I was like, what do you get for somebody that's telling you what to get for your home? <laughs> <laughs> so my mother would be proud. I went with the Simon Pierce frame because, I mean, you know, building your life together and all the new memories that you have, a frame is a good thing. It's perfect. And I already have our wedding picture in it. Yay. So, well, there you go. Okay. Um, if you are not able to listen to the show live every week, then text DAMTT to 55678 and then you'll be able to find the podcast version. You are welcome to call into the show. The number is 425-373-5527. You can also find me via my website, which is stacyconnects.com. Maybe you want to connect. Maybe you want to help me figure out the whole water barrel fire, fire forest fire thing. Um, maybe you want to have your own podcast or be a guest or just... Tell me that I pronounced something wrong. I mean, who doesn't love that? Um, so go ahead and contact me through my website. Okay, so it's time for the, the rant and the ramble. So buckle up. So first, I'm a little worried about the pumpkins. One of them turned orange, a little one, and I went to pet it. I have this thing where I like pet them all the time, and it came off the stem and I was like, it's too soon. <laughs> I felt like I like had a preemie or something and it didn't survive. And I am devastated. However, the other eight pumpkins are doing fine. I just I feel like I need to to like put them on bed rest. <laughs> it's too soon for you to for you to happen. <laughs> Your pumpkin patch is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. It's the most bizarre it's thing. Beautiful. It is uh it is a thing to behold. I will say that. <laughs> you I should be proud. I am proud. And like I said, I'm treating them like they're babies. And, you know, I'm like, you're not ready yet. We can't have Halloween in August. So that is the update on the pumpkins. Now, I channeled you this past weekend. We I, I think Halloween should be in August, by the way. Well, if I can just interject. Yeah. <laughs> um, for all the obvious reasons. One, kids are out of school. Weather. It's so much more fun, right? Although candy would melt, chocolate would melt. Not here. If you do it in the <laughs> evening. That's okay. All right. Yeah, you're trick-or-treating in the evening. Look at you coming up with ideas. <laughs> well, <laughs> Just spitballing here. Actually, that, well, as long as you're not doing it into, like, my candy, that's fine. Right. That's a good idea. We should petition to do that because the lights are better and, like, little kids can go and, oh, Eric. What, what a great way to end summer. And then that gives you a little more time before Thanksgiving, you know, it doesn't feel quite so rushed. 
you know, especially with them putting Christmas like the day after Halloween. Oh, oh please. <laughs> like back to school happened yeah. before like it was even out of school. Um, who do we have to petition? I need to find out who's in charge of the world. Right. <laughs> I, Once you find out, let yeah, me know because yeah, I got yeah. a lot of a lot of these great ideas, just like you, Stacy. Perfect. Okay, I'll see who I I'm gonna have to call the manager. We'll get them on the rain barrels, <laughs> and then we'll get them on the uh, the Halloween. Thing. I don't know. I you know I dare I say it? I would flip flop. I think I would prioritize the Halloween thing. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Just because you know. It's for the children. <laughs> right. And I think Halloween should be on a Saturday night no matter what. Like, like Thanksgiving's always on a Thursday. Why can't Halloween always be on a Saturday? So we can go out and have fun and worry about the kids getting up for school in the morning. Yeah. Isn't that a great idea? It's true. And I wonder if it's because it is really all Hallowed Eve and the next day is All Saints Day. Yes, that's right. If you're a Catholic and you were raised Catholic, then you know that All Saints Day was the very next day. You're welcome. Um, just trying to make my mom proud. <laughs> oh, I hope Joan calls in. I, I know. Well, she's going to be here tomorrow night. Oh. So you'll get an opportunity. I need to stop by and say hi to her. Yes. And she will tell you what she thinks of all of the things that we've done. Yes. Yes. She is very excited to go through the art that I have, like, stacked against the wall in my bedroom. She's, I mean, she's very high to hold up to her praises and stuff. So, yes, I'm very nervous about this. Uh, you you will pass with flying colors. <laughs> Trust me. And if you don't, I'll give her a scotch. Um, so I was channeling you this past weekend because Will moved into it seems wrong to say his first big boy apartment. <laughs> He's a 22-year-old man who is starting his career, and he has a roommate, and they have this amazing apartment in San Jose down by San Pedro Square, uh, like literally across the street from San Pedro Square. Cool, cool area, and this really nice apartment. And so I had, I felt like I was on those one of those home renovation shows. I had like two days and three stores that I could, you know, go to and find things, and um I introduced color. Of course you did. I tried to create balance. I I was channeling I was channeling you. <laughs> and, you know, and trying to you know, at one point I had this big thing that I found at Marshalls and I was like, "What do you think of this?" <laughs> and Will was like, "I really don't think that I need a giant lantern in my apartment." <laughs> I was like, "But it's $18." And he was like, "$18 or $5? It is something that a middle-aged house like homemaker would buy not something that a 22 year old guy would have and I was like oh, that's so eh, well I guess that's a fair point but he did let me get the um there was this cool glass textured glass bottle and the kids always had um this big water cooler bottle that came from uh my great-great-grandfather um, who had started Great Bear Spring Water. And so we have the very old water cooler um, glass bottles, which are so heavy. That's a side note. And we always throw change in them. And so the kids always had that. And so I said to Will, let's put it on the table so that when you come in the apartment and you have change in your pocket, you just throw it in there and it adds up. Very good. Right? I paid for some of my wedding dress with the change that I had collected. Did you really? I did. Good job. Right? Yeah. Um, 
so it was fun and it was weird to to get him set. It's also interesting to see what your priorities are when you're helping your kids get established. I was like, do you have a lemon squeezer? (laughs) (laughs) He was like, "Uh, no. I was like, what are you going to do with, you know, scratch margaritas? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was like, I, I, I don't know, Mom. I'm not really worried about it. And I made sure that he had a whole drawer for napkins. Was he happy with what you did? Yes. Very. Yeah. Yes. Very, very, very. And very appreciative. So that was awesome. And then Charlie, because he's also now going to Santa Clara, he had an opportunity to visit the campus. And he is such a different animal than the rest of the kids. He said to us, oh, and by the way, I'm I'm meeting up with some kids on the campus on Saturday. And we were like, what? Say, say what now? And he said, oh, yeah, I met some kids online and, you know, we've been playing some video games and they're in the comp sci program and all of this. <laughs> and I was like, they could be murderers. And of course, <laughs> Pete was like, that was perhaps not the best thing to say <laughs> right before he's going <laughs> to meet with them. Um But it was just so, he takes such a different approach to things. You know, the other kids didn't really dip their feet in, in terms of the social aspect until they were already established. And they made sure that they had checked all the boxes in terms of all the administrative details and the academic details. Charlie, on the other hand, is like, huh? Was I supposed to fill something out? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, but I met somebody. So it will be very nice to have the two of them sort of nearby. And Will can always look out for him, too. Exactly. That's so nice. It's so nice. So that is very exciting. Um, I went to... Oh, and this is a first in the Heller household. Well, not actually... Okay. No, it's not at all. It's a third. Uh, Charlie got his ears pierced. Oh. Wow. How yes. do you feel about that? Well, Chrissy, I'll tell you. Uh, the... East Coast, uber conservative part of me is like, oh. And then I'm like, who cares? I really, I don't care. It makes him happy. He is trying to figure out who he is and what his purpose is in this world and how to present himself. And I'm like, if it makes you happy, then go for it. And if he decides that he doesn't want to have them anymore, then the the holes will close up. Did he have a reason for doing it or? He said that he, the look that he's going with, he wants to, um, it's very interesting. He's very articulate. He's like, I want to embrace both like the feminine and the masculine. And so some of the vibes that he has are very traditionally masculine like he likes the idea of like let me wear like big work pants and you know like dickies and that kind of thing but then he loves the idea of uh pattern and the idea of like let me wear earrings and you know like I want to go and get my nails done and I was like okay well you can just use one of the 17,000 nail polishes that your sister has um you know and so it all seems to be representative of him taking more care of himself and he sees that as a feminine quality interesting it is interesting so you know there's some work to be done I need to talk to the person in charge because men need to not view caring for yourself or um, that whole idea of metrosexual or whatever it's it's not it's just uh, sharing your point of view however it looks and that's not it's neither masculine nor feminine 
It's just what you like. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning a lot from my kids. Oh, they teach us so much. So much. I'm mostly <laughs> not kicking and screaming, but there is some occasional tripping. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he is uh, he is excited for it. And, of course, he's like, well, maybe I'll get some diamond studs. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, not before me. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm they not be, really. They better be little tiny, tiny ones. I know. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm not a diamond gal. I tend to like. I don't know, other big, chunky stone. I, I can't afford a diamond the size that I wanted, frankly. Um, so I like other gemstones. I do feel, however, getting a good size solitaire diamond earring would be good. It's versatile. You can wear it to play tennis. You could wear it to go to the grocery store. You so my thoughts it. on that is, well, probably because I have long hair. But first of all, you're not going to see it that much. And all the oil and hairspray and hair product that can get into it, I don't know that anyone's going to know if it's real or fake. You heard it here first. I can get some fake ones. Yeah. Wow. But that's the only place I'm going to say it's okay. Okay. It's your earrings. <laughs> My hair is short, so what do I do? Oh, man. All right. You're going to have to, we're going to have to go shopping for a good dupe. Oh, that'd be fun. Right? Yeah. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about is I went to Farine today, which is a French bakery that's in Redmond. It was amazing. I told Chrissy as we were headed into the studio that she would love the vibe because the vibe is very similar to the kitchen that she is helping us redo. And so it's this wonderful blue and then the white counters and it is all really glassed in and it's on a very cool corner in Redmond. So it has kind of really high ceilings, a lot of glass, Almost like a train station vibe. And it's very cool. And the pastry is amazing. The bread is amazing. I immediately, I bought two baguettes. Well, actually, I didn't buy them. Um, Olivier, um, who's the owner, he gave me two baguettes. And I gave one to Annie, which in hindsight I'm regretting because then when I came home, I took some brie and I slapped it on part of the baguette and... That oh, was a decadent lunch. That is my favorite food right there. I mean, just, yep, bread and cheese. That's all I need. Yep, exactly. Oh, and a glass of wine. I mean, obviously. <laughs> so uh, it was amazing. I'm hoping to have him as a guest on the show at some point. He is yet another Microsoft person that, after 20-plus years at Microsoft, was like, what? Now I'm going to do something different. Now I'm going to do what I always dreamt about his passion mm-hmm. there seems to be i know somebody else he's actually still works there but he's the lead singer of a band i know somebody else that left microsoft and he opened up a winery in woodenville it's like i mean it's a good midlife crisis i suppose mm-hmm. or as i learned on the show last week from lisa downs middle sense so it's like the adolescence of your middle-aged years it's kind of cool um, okay, last thing in my rant and ramble, mom arrives tomorrow. Panic ensues. You're coming for cocktails, Eric. Oh, am I? Yeah. <laughs> not not tomorrow, but next week. Okay. Uh-huh. And um, hey, lucky listeners, if somebody out there By is... the way, breaking news, uh, your mom called and she says her power is back on, so be careful what you say. Because she's listening in <laughs> to the show. Hi, Joan. And she does say hi. Oh, that's, 
funny. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, she called when um, I was recording prior to this and I couldn't pick it up because I was recording and she must have been calling to say that the power is out. Oh. Well, she arrives tomorrow and I already did the classic daughter disclaimer. Hey mom, like, you know, the house is in a little bit of disarray because we're going to be undergoing construction. So dot, 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 like the dot, dot, dot is key. Dot, dot, dot. Can you help Stacy clean out her cabinets? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a very specific request. And uh, what's exciting is that she's coming with Lee. So she's bringing part of the glop with her. Diane is staying at home, but Lee is coming because she actually has a daughter that lives um, out this way. And so she gets an opportunity to see her daughter. So it just made sense that they travel as a pack. They're like the pink ladies, but <laughs> not pink and well, no, they're ladies, I guess. Um, anyway, so I'm very excited. Tomorrow will definitely be the panic clean. I have the gal that cleans my house coming tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, my mother is coming. And she's been cleaning our house for a very long time. And she had this look like, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm very excited. And um, my Stacyism, I'm going to keep it short and simple because I'm already running long. If it's not one thing, it's your mother. <laughs> I mean, that's all I got to say. I mentioned her power was back on, right? <laughs> <laughs> she is listening to this. <laughs> she is. And I have to get in my licks because she's going to be here until the 18th. And so, you know, I may be coming into the studio randomly when I'm not recording. Like, oh, sorry, I got to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> you need to bring your mom on. Oh, She'll be coming as my plus one to the studio next week. I have another guest on, and uh, and I specifically made sure that it's somebody that if she doesn't get a word in edgewise, then it'll be okay. And if she does, if my mom suddenly becomes shy, then that'll be okay, too. That's not going to happen. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> you know, she's, she's a wild card, that one. So, all right, well... Let's take a quick break because I want to make sure that we get enough time to talk about you and how fabulous you are. So keep listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk. This is Stacey Heller. When you come back, I am going to be talking with Christine Archer of Archer Interiors. We'll be right back. When giving presentations, do you feel nervous, worry you won't get your message across, or hold your listeners' attention? Storytelling is an essential business skill most people don't learn. Telling your story clearly, concisely, and with real connection is key because people respond to and learn from stories more than charts or spreadsheets. Find and finesse your story so you can share it effectively with executive storytelling coach Melissa Reeves of Story Fruition. Melissa offers individual coaching, workshops, and webinars that teach the ABCs of Tell Me More, Please. Go to www.storyfruition.com. Hi, this is Lisa Downs, host of Reigniting You, the show that takes a positive, forward-looking approach to mid-to-late career transitions for Gen Xers and Boomers every Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock Pacific. Whether you're looking to stay in the traditional workforce, do your own thing, or retire or semi-retire, Reigniting You is your source for career transition advice, inspiration, and insight for what's next in your career and life. Join me Wednesdays at 3 o'clock to get re-energized, recharged, and reignited. Hi. 
Hi, I'm JDK Winnikin, host of This Show Is All About You. If you're like me, you seek many things in your life. Adventure, meaning, belonging, you have dreams and you want fun, and of course, you want love. And we also want other people to join us along the path. But what happens when you don't know how to have all that or where to start? Well, join me every week to learn more about how, because I am just like you. So join me each week here on KKNW for This Show Is All About You, a show about how you and me become we and what that means for all of us. And be sure to visit my website, wordsbyjdk.com. Feelings of disconnect are the cause of an ever-surging mental health crisis. Many of us feel apathetic about ourselves, our work, home, and relationships. We don't know how to re-engage. I'm Greg Kuyper of Kuyper Counseling. At the Root focuses on emotional connection and how awareness is at the root of building healthy relationships with self and others. Join me weekly to re-engage with both. At the Root airs Mondays at 3.30 p.m. here on KKNW. Subscribe to the podcast or go to Kuyper Counseling. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk 1150. Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to the show. This is Stacey Heller. I am joined by Chrissy Archer. And during the break, I was saying I forgot to mention that Natalie, uh, a friend of mine, she is a chalk artist and an unbelievable one at that. She, I tasked her with the assignment of, hey, can you make us a sign for Veranda Beach? And I said, can you do it in the style of Mara Kalman, who is my favorite um, illustrator, artist, whatever. And I gave her uh, a book of her drawings and I was like, something like this. Well, a year went by or more because she has a really busy business and it's intimidating to do a style other than your own. Also, she's the person that, you know, when you see those chalk um, boards that are filled with, like, the um, liquor bottles and it looks exactly like, you know, the Hendrix bottle or the Fireball, she's able to do that. So she can reproduce, like, exact images in paint and in chalk. So, anyway, all this time passes and I gave her this book and she dropped off last week a portrait of me. Oh. Now, it's outside. Because it's big. And did you come to Frogmore Stew when I had the big yes. shrimp thing? Yes. Okay, so she took that frame and she did a portrait. Now, I'm no narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, but I now have a giant portrait of myself on my front porch. At this house or the or veranda house? At this house. I'm coming by to see this. After we leave, I'm coming by your it's house. It's <laughs> kind of amazing. I mean, and she did it, as I said, she did it in the style of Mara Coleman. And I have to say, if you look her up, um, it's M-A-I-R-A-K-A-L-M-A-N. Her pictures of people, they're all like funky and distorted and it's a very specific style. And so she was really channeling that. And you can tell how she was channeling me because she has my hands playing with my rings and she has a table next to me with a bottle of Hendrix and a gin and tonic. <laughs> so just saying. All right. So enough about me. Chrissy, let's talk about you. Yes. So you are, one thing I want to clear up for people is that um, a lot of people make the mistake that they think an interior decorator is the same as an interior designer or they use them interchangeably. And that is not the case. No. Um, a lot of people, I mean, the way I view it is people that are interior decorators are maybe, you know, the housewives that want to go in on it on their own 
and um, helping their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, interior designer does a lot more than that. Um, they go into, I, I mean, I've been certified. I've gone, I've, I've earned my um, rights to, yeah. to have what, you know, to be called an interior designer. Um, we go into projects where we have to move walls. We do um, big blow-ups of houses and remodel, remodel them from top to bottom. Um, and then we do as little as we, as um, just rearranging furniture and um, bringing in accessories and doing draperies. So we can actually do as little as people need or as much as everyone needs. And everybody has a different um, amount of what they need per house. Mm-hmm. So you can't just be like, oh, it's this much per a room. It's not because... You may be able to use some of your furniture. We want you to be able to use what you have and like what we need to bring in and add to it. So um, it's it's you've got to look at it at a different each person has a different um, way of doing things. Well, and it's what's interesting is it reminds me of that series of books that came out when the kids were little. Like if you give a mouse a cookie and if you give a moose a pancake and those it's at least for me, it's like, you know, hey, can you help me? you know, look at paint color. And the next thing I know is I have a sectional in my living room where I had never even, I'll never forget that day where I was like, hey, so what do you think of this? And you were like, have you ever thought of a sectional in this room? And I remember it was like the one time that I got really high and I could like literally feel my my brain cells dissolving. It was like the same feeling (laughs) where I was like, what? I can't even, I, that's not at all what I would ever have thought of. And it is still my favorite room that I sit in the corner and I can look into the house. Everyone can see me. I can see everyone. I can look out the lighting. It's comfortable. It's colorful. It is the cookie that I nibbled on that has now created an addiction to cookies. Well, that room was filled with antiques. And you said to me, you go, I never use this room. And that's when the sectional came, kind of popped into it. And now I know how much your family loves it and uses that room all the time. So I know that was just the beginning of our relationship. Well, yes. <laughs> and, you know, and that's the thing that, as you say, there's the, you know, I, I know we are in a BNI group. So I know from, from that that, as you say, you can do something as simple as somebody is trying to figure out a... What which blue should I pick for my wall or should mm-hmm. I pick a blue or, you know, whatever it is. And you can do something as simple as that. And then you'll make suggestions of, you know, might I suggest that if you're going to do this, then perhaps you add some balance here. And similar to I know people think that with Bruce, he's going to bring um, I'm talking about Bruce Flummer of Michael Bruce Image Consulting, um, that as an image consultant he's going to bring his personal style and that everyone's going to walk away looking the same way and I think people have a misconception that it's something similar with what you do well my job as a professional is to bring out your personality so to get to know you and ask you questions a lot of times I'll just throw fabric out different fabrics and they're like well where do you want to put this or what does you want to use this for I'm like no I want to see how you react to this fabric and these colors. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to lead me down to the right path. I said, so there's no right or lo- wrong answer when I'm throwing fabric at you. 
I just want to see your expressions. It's a visceral reaction. Yes. And then and then if I see you take a gasp of air, I'm like, okay, that's going to go in the pile that we love. And then when once we're done with this pile of fabric, we all of a sudden we look at it and there's there's a theme. Mm-hmm. And that's how I bring out, because most people I say, well, what do you like? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I'm like, well, we're going to find out. And that's one of my favorite ways of finding out what people love and um you know, it's it's funny. Some people will be like, I hate flowers or I hate plaid. I said, let's just throw the colors out and see where we're at. And um, it's pretty interesting when we're done with it. Oh, it's fascinating. It's it's so much a a lot of the work that I do is very intuitive and, you know, reading between the lines. And I know from when you've brought swatches over and things like that, you're totally watching to see not just what I say, but what I don't say and what my body language is. And, you know, is my tail wagging about it? And, you know, an understanding that, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, I love, okay, we're getting the right colors and that vibe or, okay, you know, this is too precious or this is too this or whatever it is. And it's really fun. As you say, everything starts to come together. And before you realize it, you're like, oh, I I do have an opinion on things. And it's been interesting for me because coming from the East Coast, I do think that there's a difference that there's a lot of antiques and, you know, people have a lot of that stuff. I mean, when we moved out here, somebody said like, well, you know, there are houses from like the 80s. And I was like, the 1880s, 1780s? And they were like, no, 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 1980s. I'm like, "Uh, that's not old where I'm from. Um, And so we came with an aesthetic that was... um, mom and dad don't want that anymore. (laughs) And we pulled it together in a way that was decidedly ours. And now we've reached a point where we're sort of like, okay, we're again, getting rid of have tos, shoulds, need to. I always tell people like if they want me to come and accessorize and we're taking everything out of the room, make three piles for me. Chrissy, I love this. I need you to use this in the room. It's so sentimental to me find a way a pile if you can use it great if not we're indecisive about it and Chrissy I absolutely hate this stuff um don't use it okay go donate it's what I say so it's it makes that what easier so if I bring new things in and then incorporate it with what you love all of a sudden you fall in love with the room because it's it's new things with all your nostalgia with it as well what do you think um is an obstacle to people understanding what their style is. Is it like what Pete and I had where in the beginning you're starting out and you you just take whatever is free, whether it's, you know, your parents have given you things or um, – and so that's your style. Do people not – do they not care? You know, what – why is it so hard for us – to figure it out. Well, I think that a lot of people don't know um, what their style is because they don't know what the style is trending right now. So that being said, doesn't always have to be what's trending. But I like to lead them down like, okay, these are the colors that are trending right now. These are, these things have stayed in fashion for years. Right. Like, let's, leopard, like a leopard. You know, people are like, oh, leopard. I'm like, no, it's been in style since the 1950s. And it's a classic. It's never going to go out of style. So my job is also to teach you what's trending right now and to know what's new and, and going on in the design world um, and, to, and to show you, okay, this is an arm we could do on a sofa or this is an arm. This, so, this arm isn't trending so much right now 
or this is a classic arm that'll be with you for a very long time. But to give you those options and to know what they are is so important. Well, and things that are, you know, as you say, as a designer, you can take down walls and you can do spaces. And so the trending thing, you know, I can hear people thinking like, well, I don't necessarily want to do what's on trend. I don't care what's on trend. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. However, your home is an investment. And if you're going to take the time to to make a change that's that big, then you do want to be aware of what's trending because you need to think about resale value. Your home is your biggest investment and it's the easiest way for you to make money. So honestly, um, there isn't a house I haven't done that hasn't brought it up into value. So you can take the value for even just fresh paint and fresh draperies and freshen up a home for very little money can bring the value so much higher than just leaving it as I don't really care or I don't I don't I I just live here we live here we're a family we don't care well do you care about money do you care about your family's future your investments you should care about your home it's interesting to me I was always very aware growing up uh, my father was an artist his father was an artist uh, there was really a very strong aesthetic growing up and the way that they decorated their homes and I would describe it as very handsome not that it was masculine but there's like it's a very specific look and my mom has tremendous style and so I was always very aware of the fact that my parents collected things that were on their long Sunday drives while I was asleep in the back getting car sick and they collected things that had a story to them or that were quirky or they thought were interesting and I always and still continue to appreciate that storytelling I mean you know I've walked you through the house and said like oh this is da, 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 da. am I an anomaly or do a lot of people have that well you have more stories than most people well <laughs> I mean, don't ask me but to you, talk. You have phenomenal pheno treasures, antique treasures in your house and stuff. So it's so great to listen to all your stories. Not as many people, especially here on the West Coast, don't have, you know, a lot of antiques and all, things that are handed down. Um, and I found that really interesting um, 24, 25 years ago when I moved here, coming from the South, that, um, you know, there wasn't a lot of antiques and there wasn't, the, you know, the traditional Southern and, uh, you know, the Northwest definitely has a style to it. Mm -hmm. It's it's a whole different vibe. So the fact that, you know, I could point to something and say like, oh, yeah, you know, that was my grandparents or, you know, whatever. The, I mean, of course I have stories. Um, and what I like, though, and, you know, people say, oh, we just live in the house. It doesn't matter. Like, these things don't matter. I think it's fascinating that um, Charlie recently had some friends over when we were out of town. Mm -hmm. And... He commented that his friends were like, I really like your house. Oh, It's really cool. And, you know, kids are looking. Kids are paying attention. And, you know, yes, obviously a roof over your head is the most important thing. And, you know, hopefully it's a loving environment and all of those kinds of things. But kids really do pay attention to those things. And it'll take Charlie through his, when his adult life. He'll re always remember what kind of... Um beautiful home you had and the kind of house that he grew up and, and it will actually he'll probably want a home somewhat similar to that yeah now oh that's a good question for you tell me about growing up was 
was there that attention to detail? Like, you know. Yes. My mom always, we always had a beautiful home growing up. Um, we And we used to drive around, you know, every winter and at Christmas Eve, looking at all the beautiful houses all lit up and decorated for Christmas. And I still love doing that I to know, this day. Like, it's my favorite. By the way, folks, that is something that she does. If you do not like decorating your home for the holidays, Chrissy will do it for you. She will either use what you already have and then maybe add to it or want something completely different. She is very happy to spend your money and <laughs> create something that is truly a wonderland. Anyway, sorry, go on. So anyways, that, yes, that was one of my favorite things growing up. But when I was a little girl, I um, used I drew out in our basement um, a house and I made a living room, a bedroom, a, 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 my doll's room. And I took our old furniture and placed it into pla- in where the room should be in. And my sister's old crib was where my dolls went and stuff. And, and I decorated this in our, like, cement basement. And I played house. And um, I just pretended that I was a grown-up and I was living in this beautiful home. And, I mean, all growing up, I just always dreamt about living in a beautiful home and, and, and designing other people's homes. It was from a little girl. I was always an artist and always drawing and, and imagining things. And my parents were really great. They had me, they started me young in art classes and um, they knew that, that I had a talent for this and uh, coached me through the way to, to follow my dreams. It's so amazing. And, and that's another thing that's so cool is that if you can't find what you're looking for, especially when it comes to art, you create some amazing paintings. Thank you. I've I've sold oh well over three hundred paintings um, so far, and you know sometimes I can I'll just throw the clients' uh, fabrics down and um, the colors that we're using and just kind of throw them on the floor and look at them and then get inspired. What kind of piece of art might need to go above their mantle or somewhere in their house and try and pull that into a piece custom made for them? That's amazing. My dad did something similar. You know, the painting, I have a huge, huge painting that my parents, uh, it was our house, I think, on Birchdale Lane um, in Port Washington, New York. And I think it was that house. I don't know. And they had a spot where it was like, okay, we need a piece of art and it needs to be simple. So my dad created this painting that was very, very... um, structured. Um, He had a line that went through it that, you know, he was like, okay, this represents me. And then an intersecting line that represents my mother. And then together, um, you know, there was, they overlapped. And in that there was three rectangles that are the three kids. And my dad did um, a very faint, but very much there cross within the white lines um, because my mom and her faith is paramount to her daily life. And my dad, um, I have said before, my mom was my dad's religion. And so, you know, it was represented. And then he did this dark line. And so he had this huge piece that he did, and it moved from house to house. And I now have it. And it's that same vibe of sometimes you can create something for yourself, Mm -hmm. or you can do it for them. Yes. And it's, it's an amazing thing. So I love that you were playing. Okay, I had a house when I was growing up that was like the clubhouse in our backyard. Mm-hmm. And my mom set it up like, finally, I have a daughter and she'll play house. And I was like, saw one spider and I was out. Oh. That was it. <laughs> so you need you needed that. I needed that, yes. I mean, 
I had taken like our, you know, we had the kids' kitchen play set and stuff, and I made my, it in my kitchen and then decorated my kitchen, and um, that was like a whole section of the basement. And then we had another section that my sister and I used to play our Barbies and have all the houses and the pool, and that was all set up and everything. I think, you know, my my mom. My mom wasn't as artistic as I was, but she always made sure that we had a beautiful home. And we've moved a lot doing it as a child. And I think that's another big part because as I got older, she would take me with her and say, okay, what color carpet, what wallpaper, what do you think? And she would take me to go and help her um, decorate the house. And oh, that's cool. Yeah, she was really good about that. That's amazing. You obviously had a good eye for it, and she saw it early and encouraged it and then really brought you into it. I think it's so great when yeah. parents do that. Yeah. You know, she was, she was very good about it. My sister was always the, you know, the, the little cheerleader and I can't even touch my toes. And then my, then um, she saw that. And so she's like, I better keep her in, in her little art stuff over here. <laughs> well, I mean, and having that, that vision that, you know, you're not just creating an aesthetic. You're, what you're trying to do with your clients is, is create a home, a create this vision and bring it to life for them. You know, so it goes beyond the fabrics that you're pulling and the furniture. Like I can see in your head when you get ideas that you're like, okay, I see her there and I see her reading a book and I see, you know, Pete over there and doing this. Like you're moving your dolls, I'm doing air quotes, (laughs) around that space and envisioning the life that they can have with it. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's a gift. It really is. It's, um, it's God's gift that I've I've been given for my lifetime, and um, I'm very very fortunate and very thankful that I'm able to do this. Well, and you're very good, and you work very hard. So, you know, I want to keep the conversation going, but we'll take a really quick break, and then I'm going to ask you more questions because I've got you in the hot seat. <laughs> uh, you are listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk. This is Stacy Heller. I will be right back with Chrissy Archer. <laughs> Are you stuck in a creative straitjacket, going crazy, trying to find a different way out, exhausted from trying to make old ideas feel fresh and relevant? Popcorn and Noodle is a boutique agency that specializes in popcorning new ideas and noodling on existing ones for entrepreneurs and small businesses. Whether it's ideas about what to name a new venture, how to promote your services, or which direction to consider next, Popcorn and Noodle serves ideas that pop and stick. Don't go crazy. Go to popcornandnoodleideas.com. Creative solutions serve daily. Entrepreneurs, is your why lackluster, stale, or missing for investor pitches and presentations? Do you lean on data rather than a compelling narrative to tell your story? Stories sell ideas. Don't leave them out. The ability to tell your story with impact is an essential business skill. Find and finesse your story so you can finance your brand and business with Melissa Reeves, CEO of Story Fruition. Melissa teaches core storytelling elements that engage clients and investors alike. Recently, one CEO secured over $35 million in Series A funding using the Story Fruition method. Get started at storyfruition.com. Stacy Heller is many things, entertaining yet enlightening. She's a talk show host channeling her inner Fallon. Like Winston Wolf, she's a fixer who gets things done with style. Practical, like Dr. Ruth, Stacy isn't afraid of the uncomfortable when searching for answers. 
she's your biggest fan and sees your potential before you do. Most of all, Stacy Heller is a synapse who can connect impulses and ideas about your business and yourself into possibility. To connect with Stacy, go to stacyconnects.com. Stacy Connects, it's her superpower. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to the show. If you have not been listening, shame on you. And, no, not really. I have been talking with interior designer Christine Archer, affectionately called Chrissy. And during the break, we were talking about how she is helping us with a remodel of our kitchen. The whole thing, again, started out like the mouse and a cookie. Mm-hmm. Started with the living room area. And then we were sitting in the living room looking at our dining room and had this vision that, you know, we really don't need a formal dining room. Let's make it a sitting area. Uh-huh. It's so cool. It's so cool. So then. <laughs> right. Well, and, you know, the funny thing is, like, I, I don't know. I just never, when it comes to home things, I don't dream really big. Like I was like, ooh, you know, Pete was down with the idea of like, let's get rid of the dining room table and have the seating area and a cool ottoman and the whole thing. And then the next thing I know is he's asking you about the kitchen. Pete is so excited about this kitchen. Like So excited. He's probably one of the most husbands I've ever seen that excited about a kitchen. Oh, and he's like, you know, do you think that we need to ask Chrissy about like the sink and the you know, and this and that. I was yes. like, well, and I'm like, I don't know. She knows what she's doing. I'm sure it'll be fine. And he's like, you know, I don't know. Like, maybe we're supposed to pick this out. And then we had to go pick out the appliances and the cabinets. Okay. So, story about the cabinets. So, we had them delivered last week. Was it a week ago? It was a week ago yesterday. And there was some doors that we had laid down on some plastic we wanted to keep them safe and we wrapped them up and Stacy was having her air ducts blown out and there was a guy in there with all this equipment and I was so worried that someone was going to step on them so we kind of wrapped them up and I was I wish I had orange cones like you do in the in the road to to tell people don't go near it and I should I should just go buy some for this like this and or no crossing children here and um, I'll let her take it from here, what the fo- next phone call I got. <laughs> well, so Pete really doesn't like having, we have a three-car garage. The third bay, we took some of it and created like an ensuite bedroom. And so some of it is the bathroom. So that third bay has been converted into a gym of sorts that has been done by a trainer that. Um, in conjunction with a trainer that Pete and the boys work with, and the girls have too. Um, And so the cabinets, there was overflow. So they're in the third bay, and then there were some parts that were in the main part of the garage where I parked my car. And I was like, no big deal. We'll just just put it here. Don't want to mess with it. I'll keep the car out. Pete can't stand that. He hates not having cars in the garage. Feels the same way. I don't know. Guy thing. Maybe it's a, is Eric. Is that a guy thing? Like, if you have a garage, are you like, I have to put my car in the garage? Why wouldn't you put your car in the garage? Okay, so because we have ca- we have kitchen cabinets. Yeah, in there. we have, we have priorities. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, it seems like you just need a bigger house rather than a garage. 
It's just but, temporary. So maybe it is a guy thing because I'm I'm with okay. you know with Pete on this one. All right. Well, and sure, sure, sure. But listen to what happens. So I head off to wherever I'm going, and when I come home, he sends me a text, and he's like, "Hey, you can pull into the garage." And I was like, mm, "No, there's cabinet doors there." He's like, "No worries, I moved them." So he moved everything. I told him not to move them. I was very specific. Well, you know, he's normally a rule follower until apparently it comes to the garage. He's in trouble. So much trouble. So he moves the cabinets and or the doors and these other parts and he moves them over to the third bay. Now, he didn't think to tell our knucklehead 18-year-old son that, hey, by the way. And so we notice he notices something and he's like, one of the cabinet doors is broken. So immediately, of course, you do what any good parent would do and you think it's the kid. And so I texted Charlie and I was like, did you come in through the third bay? And, you know, he was like, yeah. And, you know, I'm like, did a, I don't know, cabinet door hit you on the head or anything? He was like, no, it was leaning against whatever. So Charlie has a tendency to, you know, mess with the truth a bit, <laughs> like his mother. And so I was like, liar. Well, Next night on our date night, Pete says, hmm, I wonder if it was the trainer because she has these uh, shakes that she drops off and she knows the code to the third bay because she's helped set up the gym, the whole thing. So I texted and was like, hey, by any chance did you come in through the garage yesterday? And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to tell you. I was going to tell Pete when we were working out and I totally forgot and yes, and holy cow, one of the doors almost fell on me, and I could only save one and this whole thing. And I was like, don't you think you want to tell me that? Like that, I don't know. That feels like it's something that you would want to say. Yeah, especially if we were going to install them and then had to send them. Right. So we had to have Bert come out and... Take the cabinets back. And so now they're being repaired. And the moral of the story is... Listen to Chrissy. Like, literally, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> Honestly, I'm starting to think we need to put a sign on your garage door. Do not enter this way. Right. It's very simple. It's so funny that this, not funny, it's actually not funny, but it kind of is. Is because I was so worried, actually, about you the vent so guy. You were so agitated. Well, you were about the vent guy. And then I was like, please don't touch this. This is, you know, this is precious cargo here. And course something happened of course it did so but no problem because the the person that is taking care of the cabinets they are stunning I can't I'm gonna have to have you back on the show when this project is complete because honestly there's not enough time so yeah 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 she can help you redesign your house she can take down a wall she can put up a wall you want a pillow plumped, she's your gal. You want your outside to look perky, she can do it. You want your holiday things up, you got it. Need a space filled, she'll create a piece of art for it. She's like a one-a-day woman. It's, though, that's all well and good until you've experienced it. And then you're like, oh, this is life-changing. Like those cabinets when, you know, before the broken one, um, they're breath. They're breathtaking. They match the blue of my for, my dining room, now sitting room. They are gorgeous. They're like the soft 
touch. They've like they're custom built to be exactly the things that how we live our life. High quality. Oh, I mean. And we're taking down a wall in your house, too, which I cannot wait. And we're taking down a wall. Now, I was here's the things that I really wanted. I really wanted to have a door and the to the patio. And Pete was like, no, you can't have a door. We can do over a whole kitchen. I'm like, you know, the door would have been cheaper, right? That's right. <laughs> like way cheaper. But you're going to get way more bang for your buck. We are. This. We totally are. And so I'm stoked. I mean, I didn't even, like I said, I didn't even dare dream. So I'm like, okay. And then the other thing I wanted was an ice maker and I'm not getting the ice maker. It's fine. It's fine. I think we can you put can one do in the, the pantry. Can't we? Exactly. And so then what happens is once you change your cabinets and you get these custom cabinets that are for how you live your life and in this aesthetic that's yours, then all of a sudden it starts to go over to the next room and there's this blossoming. Like, yes, it's the whole like domino effect, but it's it's not as um, cold as that. There's a blossoming that's occurring. The house is opening up. It's like a breath of fresh air. It really is. When, it, when, when, it, when it, this happens, it's like all of a sudden the, the, the house is starting to breathe again. Um, again, the value and um, how much mon- money your house is going to go up in value just by what we're doing far outweighs the, the price of it. It's, it's going to be amazing. Not only that, the way you're going to live in it and love it is going to be outstanding. Oh, I'm so excited. Now, I did take issue with you not wanting me to put a piece of art on one of the walls, but I solved yes. that by putting up a piece. And it looks good. You did a great job. Thank you. Um, and it's funny because I'm already like, okay, what are we going to do upstairs? And so I, I already have. <laughs> He's like, upstairs. hold on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, we need new carpet, and I want a different door because, again, resale. There needs to be doors to that space that we have up there. And that's another thing that I do do is that I really think about if you are eventually going to sell your house, how much value we can bring into making you more money. And I always tell people, I'm like, people think, oh, you cost money, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I make you money. Oh, oh, it's so true. It's so true. And you're really great about saying, like, no, 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 don't spend your money on that. Spend your money on this. And you're going to get far more return on your investment with that. Mm-hmm. So, as you know, I could talk ad nauseum about what you do. I'll have to share on social media pictures of the process during and throughout and I will have uh, Chrissy back so that we can talk about how the whole thing's going. In the meantime, if people are interested in learning more about what you do and how you do it, where can they find you? Uh, You can look at my website at archerco.com. Follow me on Instagram at christinearcher9. Facebook, I'm Christine Archer Interiors. Or you can call me at 425 802-1549. Again, 425-802-1549. And feel free to text me. She's got a voice for radio. Thank you so much for being a guest, Chrissy. Thanks for having me, Stacey. It's always so fun. Thank you, Eric. And next week, my guest is Dr. Busy Riley. She is a naturopath, and she may be the one person that could put up with my mother who might be in studio. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great week, everybody. Remember to stay connected.